0: w dot xyz Blog, podcast, cigars, coffee, written reviews, spoken views. Have you kaplowitz today? I... I'm Kaplowitz Media, and uh, this is Kaplitz Radio, episode 186, 186, entitled, Herein Lives Wisdom. Kaplitz Radio is the titular and flagship offering of, well, you know, Kaplitz Radio. Thank you for tuning in, gentle person. Subscribe to Capluit's Radio via your preferred podcast player. Maybe even rate or leave a review. Go nuts. And uh, consider supporting Kaboids Media via PayPal donation. Every little bit helps. www.paypal.me slash k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z is where you may find my virtual e-tip jar. And finally... Don't forget to go to Kaplowitz, that's K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z for more everything. Cigars, coffees, written reviews, spoken views, a growing bit of wine, and uh, also, don't forget you can leave a Google Voice message for me at... uh, uh, I'll, I'll hold on while you grab a pen. That's right. A Google voice message can be left for me, Kapowitz Media, at five four one two eight three five nine seven eight, Or you could also communicate via email. The email address is Media at mail.com. That's Media at mail.com. Coming up in this audio presentation, uh, it's well, it's going to be a very me-centric episode, replete, Persons, with a with a couple re-airings. One including my dramatic reading of *The Gambler*, and the other, the 2019 Capitalist Media Cigar of the Year episode, and that, of course, is in preparation for the 2020 rendition edition. Coming up uh, in September. Also, of course, new stuff. How about uh, Not Me? Phil Zanghi of Debonair House? How about some, well, you know, back to me. Uh, Kaplowitz Reads Kaplowitz. Hot dang, it'll be a good couple of hours of... good, clean fun. But first... Join the persons a word from our sponsors, followed by some more Kabloids media programming news. I forgot to bring my coffee up here. Damn it. Illusione cigars. Deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars. Deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Illusione cigars dot com. And... GTO cigars from Tabaclera GTO Dominicana are made from the finest aged first generation Cuban seed tobaccos and then they are meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic today. Find out more at www.gtodominicancigars.com And Stolen Throne Cigars. If you haven't yet... Grab their crook of the crown, that is, Kapowitz Media Co-Cigar of the Year, then wait, impatiently so, for their next offering call to arms. Look for Stolen Throne Cigars on your preferred social media platform as long as your preferred social media platform is, in fact, Facebook. And now, it is time... For live from the Debonair Athenaeum. Presented, of course, by Debonair Cigars, who you should go visit immediately after the show at www.debonairehouse.com That's debonairhouse.com. Proud sponsors of this segment. Live from the Debonair Athenaeum where I will today be reading still... Working my way through Shakespearean sonnets. Today, this week, number eleven. Only about a hundred and forty more left. Haven't read one I really liked thus far. But here we go, nonetheless. <coughs> parched. Ah, yes as fast as thou shalt wane so fast thou growst in one of thine from that which thou departest and that fresh blood which youngly thou bestowest thou mayst call thine when thou from youth convertest herein lives wisdom beauty and increase without this folly, age and cold decay. If all were minded so, the times would cease, and threescore year would make the world away. Let those whom nature hath not made for store, harsh, featureless, and rude, barrenly perish. Look, whom she best endowed, she gave the more, which bounteous gift thou shouldst in bounty cherish. She carved thee for her seal, and meant thereby. Thou shouldst print more, not let that copy die. And of course this is uh yet another where the poet is beseeching his uh young uh, the young male he does so admire to have children of his own which separates this from previous sonnets of that ilk or that it uh references those previous it's uh, it's not a standalone sonnet anyway Make sure to check out debonairhouse.com, and we'll see you back here next week at the Athenium, 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 the old Greek library. Okay, now some uh, site news from Cows kind of Media News you can use, and really not news, I already mentioned it previously, and I mentioned it at the top of the show, but also I'm going to mention it now, another reminder, Google Voice number, call and leave a message for the shoe, 541-283-5978, also... I'd like to welcome Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust aboard Kaputots Media as its latest advertiser. Thank you, Mr. Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and since uh since your advertising plan did not include Kaputots radio, I shan't be mentioning that anymore, but welcome to Kaputots Media proper. And uh, with that, I think, uh, well, I'm not sure what's up next. It's a little bit of an audio smorgasbord, jumping around times and shows and iterations of myself and Caboods Media. So enjoy the ride. uh, And uh, I'll see you in a bit. Check in, check out, pop in, pop out. Uh, So, uh, let's see. You could just, you don't have to do... Anything, just sit right there. Coming soon and then rolling out shortly and slowly. 21 plus to peruse Kaplowitz Media Wine. Kaplowitz Media Wine will follow suit the launch of Kaplowitz Media Coffee established 2019, meaning... It will begin by piggybacking Caput's media cigars the KM flagship endeavor established 2015. Upon a sizable portfolio of reviews, a new and distinctly separate blog home will be created to house its inherent magnificence. Magnificence? Yep. Soldiering on this new enterprise is a very long time coming, made longer by a still-current global pandemic. You may have heard of it. COVID-19. As with the rest of the capitalist media family, expect great things and send money. paypal.me slash k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z If you are interested in having your Willamette Valley offering reviewed, please... Contact Kaplowitz Media. You could do so at uh Kapowitz Media at mail dot com. Also, please note once again Willamette Valley. Although I'll probably take it as far as the Pacific Northwest. Um that might be a cleaner way of stating the intent. Also been reeling back to Coffee to um somewhat more of a Pacific Northwest uh Vibe. Tilt. A final word, as with coffee, wine will not lessen the amount of attention cigars receive. Hello, parenthetically, wine. World. Cap. And then you have an index with the single review thus far, and then with a... Slated to be determined seven fifteen Southmore, offering. W dot K A P L O W I T Z dot XYZ Blog Podcast Cigars Coffee Written Reviews Spoken Views. Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, Tango, Zero, I, i Kaplowitz Media and this is Kaplowitz Radio episode 168. Thank you for tuning in, persons. Hashtag KM is on at Kaplowitz Media on Twitter and the rest of social media in that particular order. And also feel somewhat hesitantly free to email... Media at mail.com. Please allow me ample time to not respond. News. Gentle persons, news. Got some. Got some. Got some news. First, right at the top, don't know what direction this particular show is going to take because it, uh, in, in, in uh, matters pertaining to the top news story here, uh could go old school capitalist reads capitalists, could go random train of thought, could go very short. And uh how that ties into the top story, the lead story, the big story here at Capitalist Media is Capitolitz Media Facebook dot com slash capitalist media live each and every day, seven days a week. 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time Savings. Chevs. Every day. 5 p.m. West Coast Time. Facebook.com slash Kaplowitz Media. That's K A P L O W I T Z dot X Y Z M E D I A. Again, that's Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu. So, been doing that as, as, uh, and picking up a heck of a head of steam on there. It's, it's funny. I could tell I'm doing quite good by garnering attention on Facebook when Facebook starts muting my other shit. So,. Anyway, I want to get into particulars, but doing quite good. And what I'm doing there, again, is just a hangout, an old-fashioned, kind of like a herfing opportunity, keeping social distancing in mind. Everybody's on house arrest now. We all turned ourselves in for crimes we didn't commit. Doled out house arrest like a motherfucker, and we're all just doing it. And, uh, Yeah. It's just a thing. So every day I'm doing that, and I'm doing it about a half hour every day, maybe 45 minutes, somewhere shy of an hour. And I'm just shooting the shit. And it's uh, an opportunity to get together and try to find some... You know, a quarantine is maybe the loneliest number that you'll ever hear or heard that you ever heard. I don't know that song. But uh, hey, tune in to Capitalist Media shoot the shit with gentlepersons in the comment section say hey to me ask me a question i am aloof af but if you want to catch a a bit of capitalist media a bit of hashtag km less aloofly uh, presented that would be the opportunity to do so and speaking of opportunities it is rough all over gentlepersons industries are closing small businesses are jeopardized and yes, the government could do all this at the drop of the hat, but don't worry—they'll bail you out with a loan. So not only could they put you in a position to need bailed out, but they'll put you in debt as well. So, but that—it's not—it's not, not what—that's uh, not where I meant to go with that. Where I meant to go with another thing that this live show on Facebook from Kapowitz Media hopes to accomplish is—it's uh, rough out there sure let's let let's huddle together like pigeons in a rain where is that from i feel like i quoted something i don't know and uh on top of that i'm looking for sponsors of each individual episode uh very cheap give you a shout out give me some grocery money maybe flocking together like pigeons in a rain But we're going to get this. We're going to get through this together. We're going to kick this thing in its teeth. This Kung Flu. And uh, like I say, this time next year, will, well, 88% of us will be laughing at the experience in retrospect and hindsight being 2020. That's partially The news, other part of the news is uh, coffee reviews. I started them back up, gave them their own blog, didn't I? And uh, putting a lot of time into that, ain't I? And having that be carried by the cigar blog isn't me. And then this happens, and I speak of industries getting hit, of swell businesses taking a bruise in, uh almost all of these specialty coffee roasters are small businesses some even probably micro businesses to cigar guys that would be ultra boutique and uh they're not sending out samples they're barely uh, they 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 turned they were forced a lot of times to turn their sit down come on in business into a drive through uh so i'm not getting Uh, to work very much with these gentle persons so i'm not getting coffees to review right now i do have a couple a few i probably have another week's worth of reviews i could do but then i'm gonna have to start doing redux reviews and then after that i'm gonna have to start reviewing coffee mugs in my cupboard uh possibly i you know Let's help each other out again if you if there's if you get any time in a day if you're a coffee roaster listening, I will review your wares for my site, and you'll probably get a good little bit of traffic and I'll get a good little bit of coffee and we'll see what's going on <clears throat> and you can probably hear that my uh my voice is a little rough, maybe gruff even. And I possibly am even a little more nasally than I generally am, usually. And that's, uh, I don't want anybody out there to worry. Um, As I said, I simply have allergies. It's seasonal allergies. Every year this happens at this time. This might be a little bit earlier, but, uh, you know, just allergies. And I joke and I say, it's allergies. I'm allergic to the coronavirus, but that's not funny. Let's move on to... Oh, no, let's not move on to sponsors yet. I'm champing at the bit. And yes, gentlepersons, it is champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit to get the word out from my fine sponsors of Kaplowitz Radio. But first, I have to ask you, gentlepersons, I'm looking for donations for Kaplowitz Media to help keep the lights on, to help keep going and growing. If you have anything extra you could afford in these, our trying times... Please consider even five bucks via PayPal. You could hit me up at paypalme Kaplowitz. Via Cash App, you could hit me up at uh, it's a Cash symbol, uh, Kaplowitz Media. And uh, I'm not, and I will not sign up for any type of subscription services like Patreon or whatever's coming along nowadays uh, to try to rival Patreon. I wouldn't want to get sucked in to some kind of subscription. So I'm not going to tell you persons to get sucked into some type of subscription either. But I will say if you have a few extra bucks to share would mean a lot to Kaplowitz Media. And again, only please, if you really, really are comfortable with uh, forking over just a few bucks. And uh, <clears throat> the moment I've been waiting for sponsors, I, you know, I, uh, from the moment I start recording, I can't wait to get to the sponsor segment. And I used to, actually, if you go back in the catalog of Kaplitz Radio, I used to start with reading the sponsor's copy. And it just elated me so that the rest of the show's tone suffered because I started at the pinnacle of happiness and fulfillment and then went further and further away and GTO cigars from Tabacalera GTO Dominicana are made from the finest aged, first generation Cuban seed tobacco and then meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic. www.gtodominicancigars.com and Illusione. Cigars deep in flavor deep in your mind illusione cigars for your cigar comfort that's www. i l l u s i o n e cigars dot com. they are not Nat, Industry standard, and now, breezing through, unimpededly so, it is time for live from the debonair. Athenium. Athenium. It's a neum in Athens, or perhaps a neum, in Athens. Presented, of course. By Debonair Cigars, visit them right now at www.debonairhouse.com Today, from the Athenaeum, I'll be doing something again a little different, and I must, I simply must stop saying that because they're all quite different, but now I'm reading uh, lyrics from a song that maybe you have heard. It's called The Gambler. Written by one Don Schlitz. Made famous, of course, by Kenny Rogers. Shel Silverstein involved in this. A big proponent of getting this on a single. On a warm summer's eve. On a train bound for nowhere. I met up with the gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns a-staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, Son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind me saying, I can see you're out of aces. For a taste of your whiskey, I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bummed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression. He said, if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You uh, never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away and knowing what to keep. Because every hand's a winner. And every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And... When he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, and faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler, he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You've got to know when to hold them know when to fold them know when to walk away and know when to run you never count your money when you're sitting at the table there'll be uh, time enough to, for counting when the dealing's done You've got to know when to hold them. when to hold them, know when to fold them. when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealin's done. You got to know when to hold him, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealin is done w w dot x y z blog Podcast, cigars, coffee, written
1: reviews, spoken views. All right, and we're back here in this segment with uh, something a little special. Uh, and uh, special in, well, you know what, Phil, Phil Zanghi, debonair. Yeah. Uh, just just come on Present. in. Just come on in.
2: President of the and, good evening, good day, wherever you are on the planet, um, listening to Kal- Kap- Media and, Kaplowitz Media.
1: Uh, Kaplowitz Radio. Kaplowitz Radio.
2: Kaplowitz You're, Radio. I get uh, like all you, kinds you, of different emails. You,
1: you, you, you might you might, as, <laughs> you might as well just came on and said, ba-ba-booey. That was fantastic. But, booey But you uh, it yeah.
2: still do that?
1: Is that still a thing? Or is that like a, a point in time that I'm familiar with? I don't
2: and, think it ever does. Yeah, I think they bring it back. It needs to be brought back if it's not it's still relevant. Baba Booey. That was always the best. He would always say know. that to people in their face. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, shouting out on, on red carpets and whatnot. And I don't know. That might just exactly. be one of, the thing, one of the things that, like, timestamps me of a certain age, you know? I don't, I don't yeah, know.
2: I mean, I mean, I mean when I'm on the road, I sometimes get free XM radio and I listen to Stern, and he's still on there and they're still doing it.
1: Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. All right. And, 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 anyway, anyway exactly it is anyway, it, 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 exactly. Yeah. It what it is. and what this is is people that have been following along, and actually, Phil, I've had a bunch of people. When is the next chapter, so to speak? When's the next time Phil's mm-hmm. coming on? This is it, and instead of a standalone, you get this right. as part of the big show, you you lucky gentlemen. out there, right? And mm-hmm. uh, this is <laughs> Phil, if you haven't heard before, and if you want to catch up, you could check further back in the RSS feed. But I'm writing the book on Phil. And Phil is telling me his story so that I may write it. And what you're witnessing here or about to witness is that exchange. And we, Maybe we, that's we,
2: the name. Maybe he just came up with the name. The Book of Phil.
1: The Book of Phil? Fill in the blanks? You know? The Book of Phil. The Book of <laughs> Phil. I like opening the books because it, it, because yeah. OTB. Yeah. It's like OTB.
2: off-track betting, real exactly. low-grade human. Style.
1: Exactly. Now, exactly, You have
2: to be a real Northeasterner to know what that is.
1: Yeah. And, and of a certain yeah. type. I, I don't want to say degenerate yeah. gambler, but you probably no, pla- are.
2: Plaid. Lots of plaids and lots of derby hats. That's <laughs> That's what comes to mind. A lot of glen plaid and a derby hat. That's what I'm Jeez. looking at. Jesus. And cardigan. Yeah, uh,
1: good. Just,
2: okay. okay, you to hey, get uh, special. Yeah, 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 yeah. This story yeah, yeah. is special because I am special. I'm, I'm a special kind of idiot. This story will explain to you,
1: oh, how, well, there you go.
2: um Yeah, don't play with guns. Put it that way. That's the the opening of this. <laughs> I've been a gun person for the majority of my life now. I'm all about gun safety and making sure that people are trained and I'm not saying brandish weapons and being an idiot, but I'm this is the period of my life when I'm 100% gunned up every day. I'm living in Honduras. Um, it's around June 11th, 2000. I'm just after my birthday was June 7th. My wife, myself and her sister had gone to Tegucigalpa to live it up because it was my birthday. So we, I stayed in a nice hotel we had a, a Casa Havano club that we were all members of, went there and party. had a great weekend, Cap it off on Sunday, sober as the judge is, you know, it's hungover, but sober enough. And then we went and went shopping at a place called Pricemart, which is um, like a Sam's club in Honduras, you know, oh. in Central America, they're all over. It's great. It's bulk buying. But way too much stuff, filled up the bed of my S10 pickup, and we head back to Don Lee. So I drive my wife off and I drop my sister in law off and I go back to my house. So I load my stuff. I'm happy as a pig and shit. I'm like great, great weekend. So I had bought this brand new huge toolkit that came to, to, for cleaning guns. So I had pulled out all my guns that needed maintenance. I'm there by myself now. I I had partied so hard over the you know the weekend that I'm sober. So I'm like you know I'm just sitting there chilling. So. Ends up, I clean like 10 or 15 guns, I get to the one of the last ones, which ends up being one of my friend's dad's, who was really influential to me, he passed away in a, in a tragic car accident. But this pistol was a, it's a Ruger Super Blackhawk, right? It's a really big cowboy gun, single action, eight okay. inch barrel. Now, it was in his, on his hip in a holster, when he crashed and flipped, it bent the hammer and it also bent the arm where the cylinder comes out of the of where you put the bullets in, right? Where you put the that's where you right. fill it, the, the cylinder, right? right? The tambour, the drum. So, I take it, I get, I got, I got little machines and stuff. I fixed it, it's good. I load it. Now, where I'm sitting, you guys got to imagine this. I'm sitting on a couch. I have like a a rolling chair from the rolling department in front of me. With a pad on it, like with a thick rubber pad, right? And it's just wide enough so you can put a gun, and it's perfect. It's perfect knee level, right? So off, sure. the, off the couch. So that's why I'm doing all my maintenance. So I'm sitting there. I put the gun down. Now it's only in set position. So you click it once, so you can, like, if you ever watched, you know, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, when the guy he checks mm-hmm. the gun, click, 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 and he rolls it. That's what. Uh, that's how you see if the action's fine and everything's good. So the action's perfect. I put it down. I go to reach over to the right to grab my cigarette, my left foot kicks the chair, in turn makes it topple a little bit. The pistol, it's, it's tail heavy, right? It falls, lands directly on the hammer, boom, and goes off. Now, it goes off at the angle where it's the, it falls right on the hammer and it's tilted, and my foot, my right foot, my left foot hit the chair, my right foot is turned to the right, like doubled over, the gun, exactly barrel angle, boom, boom, goes right through my foot blows a huge hole through my foot right boom 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 and it's a 44 magnum hot load right jacketed so it goes right through my foot that's what saved my foot too is it the velocity coming out of the barrel was so fast it just went right through it didn't expand because it was an it was a Uh, a hollow point right so it goes through my foot bounces off four or five walls bing 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 so extremely loud and i'm like freaking out because all my neighbors are going to freak out i got to be low key i don't feel anything so i look down and it's like looking at the, the scene from Terminator when he's fixing his arm. I can see all my tendons and my bones oh. and I look back up and I go, did I just didn't shoot myself? Did I just can shoot myself. No, no, no. I'm okay. The minute I look back down, I can see like white cartilage and everything. And then the blood starts flowing. Oh. Holy shit. I just fucked up bad. It's okay. I just fucked up really bad. I got to get out of here to go to the doctor. So I clean up This is how crazy it was. I was in such shock. I clean up my whole house, put all my guns away, put everything away. Close all the windows, go to pick up this mobile phone I had in, a, in like the cradle that you used to have back then that you charge it in, and right. it, it doesn't work. Won't dial out. Okay, fine. So I, my foot's wide open bleeding. So then I go and get in my car. For some reason, it's just dead. It won't start. <laughs> Never failed me ever before. So I'm looking there going, all right, I guess this is the Charles and Job going to happen here. So I better, I better beat feet. So I lock up the house, grab my cigarettes grab whatever my need, my keys, and I just start jogging, right? And I'm, I'm stumbling because it's painful. Yeah, <laughs> jogging, trying to get to, to, to the main road. Now, you know, audience out there, captive viewers out there, this is Donnelly, Honduras, late 90s, you know, early, like 2000, right? Sunday, it's, it's a dead <laughs> town on the weekday. Now, you're talking Sunday, nothing's happening. By the will of God or whatever you believe in out there, I go to the corner and there's a bar that's right on the bridge. Have you ever been to Donnelly, Honduras? When you come in from Tegucigalpa, when you finally hit Donnelly, you come into town and there's a bridge you go over and then you either can go right and go towards like the main Central American highway and continue on. You go to Paraiso, right? And then, or you can go into Nicaragua or you stay straight and go into town, right? Huh. Right before that bridge, right? I mean, actually on that bridge, like to the right of it is, there's a little bar my friend called Nopal. It had been c- closed for like months. By the grace of God, I see the light. Dee, open. So i was just jogging there. I go, look, Fernando, Fernando, Filippo, party time. I'm like, no, not really, no. Come here, come here. He's like, what's up? I'm like, look, dude, look. You're you're you know you're you're half a panic guy anyway, but don't freak out. What? I don't freak out. Don't freak out. I need your help, okay? What? Don't freak out. Look, look at my foot. And of course, he freaks out. It's like a giant. It looked the best way to describe it. It looked like a like a flower, like. The top, and you looked at it. It looked like it, it exploded. Like there was like there were skin pedals. It was like open. You know what I mean? In, you, now your foot, I'm running your foot's in flip
1: flops. Your foot, your foot is in bloom, is what My you're foot, saying.
2: It's in full bloom. It's in full spring bloom. So basically, we jump in his little mini, mini, micro, mini bus. They're called high jets. It's like a roller skate with wheels. We jump in that thing. My legs up on the thing, and it's pumping blood. My jeans are all bloody. We we he takes me to this clinic. We get to the clinic. It goes by fast. Now, I remember everything. Like people say you're in shock. You forget things. I don't forget nothing. I remember getting in there. I tell Fernando, don't worry about it. What's going on? He goes, who should I do? So he takes off. I, I know he's going to go find somebody. Right. Bay, long story short, I remember sitting. The doctor comes in. What happened? This has happened. OK. Puts my foot up in one stirrup, Right. And he starts picking. I'm looking. He's looking I'm watching him do it. He's pulling pieces of gravel out, straw, who cow shit, who knows what's coming out. pieces of the flip-flop that I had on before, Jeez. everything, right? So he's cleaning it and cleaning it and cleaning it. Then he just starts to stitch it back up. He douses it with some, I think, peroxide or some alcohol. I don't know what's going on. And he starts stitching it up. So he puts like a 100 and something stitches in it, right? Now, I'm like, that's when I know I'm in shock because I'm, I'm not even feeling, I'm smoking cigarettes, I'm just talking to him. And so, all of a sudden, a whole bunch of people show up. It got up quick. Now, this is maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, right? Oh, okay. So, by the time people realize, it's crack of dawn morning, right? That's something right. I never told you. This was in the evening anyway. It was, like, it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night by the time I got to my friend's place there. And by the time I get to the clinic and everything, it's 1, 2 in the morning before anybody really realizes. And then by three thirty four the entire town seemed to show up. Because my friends in the military, my friends in the police, my other friends in from the factory, my wife-to-be shows up. Like, Phil got shot. No, no further information. A whole plethora of people show up. A bunch of land Cruisers show up, you know what I mean? So, basically, I'm there. I'm just talking to all my girls. Like, what's the matter? I'm like, no, this is what happened. Here's the keys to my house. Tell the lady to go clean it. There's probably blood everywhere. You know, this is what's up. This is that. And I'm just acting normal. And they're like, well, what are you talking about, man? You know, you, you know. What do you mean? You're okay? I go, yeah. Just give me some crutches, and I'll just go to work. And my <laughs> friend's like, what? No. What the fuck do you mean you're going to go to work? I mean, dude. And he asked the doctor. Did he just? Yeah. He took a huge chunk out of his foot. I mean, it's it's nasty. It was like 150 stitches. And they're like, what? Hold on. Let me see the X-rays. The guy goes here, and every all, you know, our listening audience out there, you got to realize, and <laughs> the the quality of the X-ray machines they had in Honduras at the time in this little town was like the same if you taking a you know, flashlight as a kid and putting it under your hand <laughs> and you can see your bones. And I mean, that's the quality of this image that they were showing, but it was, the injury was so severe that the, the, my friend goes, Hey doc, what's that big black spot right there? Oh, that's where he's missing. Like an inch of bone. This one good thing about feet, they grow back. He'll have a club foot, but he will be fine. And my friend goes, yeah, no. Nah. Come on, Phil, we're getting out of here. Where are we going? Don't you worry. So he calls his, um, like, stepmother-in-law, step and she's connected, like, AT&T and Tegucigalpa and knows everybody. So we beeline the Tegucigalpa. Now, I'm super in shock. I'm drinking right out of the bottle. I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm in, I mean, I should be in pain, but I'm not really feeling much. The guy didn't give me much, any painkillers or anything. I just was, like, just in full shock.
1: Huh.
2: So it's an hour and a half, almost two hours. We get to this nondescript clear and present danger type of building in the middle of like a residential area. We walk in, it's a full clinic. Huh. It's like fucking face off, man. Travolta and, you know, and our, our right, boy right, there, right. what's his name? Uh, Nicholas Cage, yeah. right. you know? So, geez, yeah. So we get in, they check me right in, bing, bang, boom, I'm in the emergency room. Next thing you know, they're taking all the bandages off. They're removing the stitches. They take me into the, the, the operation room. I, I get knocked out. I'm out. So I wake up in the, I wake up in a hospital room. There's people all around me. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, well, you know, this is what happened. You, you're missing an inch of bone. We're going to have to, it's super traumatized right now. We're going to have to do a couple more, you know, non-invasive surgeries to check it and clean it and make sure there's no infection and, and all that stuff. Fine. Okay. I stay there that night. I'm hanging out. My friends are coming over. I'm ordering sushi and pizza, you know, just trying to, you know, whatever, drink. And they're like, yeah, this can't happen. You guys got to get the out of here. You and your crazy friends. Everyone's got guns on them. They're like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna happen in here, guys." Mm-hmm. Right? So, my girlfriend at the time, she's there with. She came all the way with us. She had to go back that night because she's a teacher. Right? Oh, so, man. she gets on. She goes. She works all day, and she comes back every night and stays with me. Right? So, next thing you know, another surgery. I'm knocked out. I remember the days go by like in you know, like that. There, there were. Then and there, they were putting me on painkillers and stuff. So right, right. it's a kind of blur. I'm hanging out. All I remember is the ladies were dressed in like these purple outfits, like these nurses' uniforms, and I'm like, oh, you guys look like grapes. You, I kept saying crazy <laughs> stuff, and I was kind of like, a jerk. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just out of it. You know, like, oh, it's okay. So I ordered them all pizza, and they were cool with me. But the thing was is I'm, I was a heavy smoker at the time, cigarettes and cigars and other things. But I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm, – I'm waddling my ass out of the bed, getting in a wheelchair and wheeling myself to this rickety – like, you know, balcony to smoke. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this. So I just started smoking inside the in, inside the, the room, right? So they're getting super pissed. And they gave me this little bell. ding a ling a let you ring for them to come. I flipped the bell over, and I'm using that as the ashtray. It did not go over <laughs> too well at all. The doctor, the doctor was super cool. And they were amazing people. So that surgery, too. Next thing you know, he's like, look, man. The next time you wake up, it's gonna be really painful. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know how much more painful it can be. He's like, you're, you'll see, because we got to take, we got to do a bone graft and stuff like that, and put some screws in and and stuff like that, and put a bridge between the two screws and all that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, i do it, doc. I don't care. I didn't really care. Honestly, I was like, whatever, man. Just save my foot, save me. Right. right. So. The next time I wake up, they take me down there, but the only, I, this is another thing that I just remember really well. It just hit me. I forget. I remember every time I up in the, the recovery room, I'd freak out. I'm like, "Look, pull me in the hallway. I don't care. I cannot be in this recovery. It smells like that, because oh. my mother is in like, was in geriatrics, right? So she always ran those convalescent homes. So there was always this, you know, you know preeminent pre- you know, always this smell, this preeminent smell that was always there. That it, right. And it smelled like death. And that's what the, it smelled like formaldehyde and like, you know, I saw. You know what I mean? Have,
1: have, it just heaven's, just, wi- heaven's waiting room <laughs> is what that is. Yeah, no,
2: no. It smelled like fucking death. And I didn't like it. So I'm like, I'd freak out and they move me out in the hallway and I'd be fine. And the room was like puke yellow. And I'm like, look, this is not conducive to calmness. I mean, I'm waking up. I don't know what you guys gave me. You know what I mean? And they had to do a spinal huh. tap in the whole thing. It was crazy. Oh, no shit. So the third thing, yeah, it was bad. So. Because this is what I, why it was such so a big thing. So basically, the third time I wake up, I try to sit up, and there's no way I could do it. What they did is they took, you know, like a bouillon cube? Mm-hmm. Like this, a bouillon cube piece of bone out of my hip, put stretched my toe, pulled it, put that bone in the middle, let it come back together, then fixed it with two screws and like an erector set bridge over the top, and there is my – now that's going to make my foot whole again. Yeah. Right? And the thing was, is I used to waddle, really super waddle when I walked. I still have a gait to me that people like tease me about, but yeah. I used to really walk like a duck. After this, I don't walk like a duck anymore. I still kind of have like a, a waddle, but it's a totally different gait. My gait is yeah. totally different. That's the one thing that I can still jump. I can still kick the bag. I can still do all the stuff I did before, but I have a different gait from that. Because it took yeah. an inch of bone out no matter which way. Right. Huh. Amazing, right? Huh. So, long story short, that's done. I'm fixed. I mean, I was in there eight days, and it cost me $50,000. This is like 2000 No insurance, no nothing. And this is, there was two huge factors at that crossroads of my life that my life changed. Right. A, I knew my girlfriend at the time was going to be my wife because she would come, stay all night with me, wake up at 5 in the morning, get on a bus, take a two-hour bus ride back to Daffy, do her classes at her school because she's a school teacher. then get on a bus, come back to Tegucigalpa, stay with me all night, sit by me, and then go back in the morning. Right? That was A. B, my mom, I called her to help me out, right? not just to even talk to her because she's a nurse and whatever, but maybe she'd fly and see what happened because I got a gunshot wound. Sure. Didn't really care about it at all. And then mm-hmm. my partner at the time, Rocky, didn't want nothing to do with it. He's like, oh, you shouldn't play with guns. Just <laughs> really... Not cool. And he had gone through some things in his life where I sat by him at his bedside, his hospital bedside and things, you know? So it was like an awakening. I'm like, wow. And then the people I thought weren't, were just acquaintances or they were there for me. You know, the people in Honduras, Nesta Placencia, my buddy uh, Luis Matias Montes, who was running UST in the the fermentation division. All these people were there, like whatever I needed and whatever, right? The people from right. the factory, the Lardi Stabos and the Matas, all those people were really there for me. I, I have to thank them for that, no matter what. No matter if we're cool or not, we were really cool these people were there for me, right? So,
1: so, so, so it's a pivotal point in your life and it also serves being for, that, a pivotal point in the book because this is kind of the conclusion of the first half of it, or at least I have enough material yeah. for the first half, and then we're going to get to the second mm-hmm. half. I don't want to get bogged down in how that's going to happen um we could probably Mm -hmm. do a separate one about that but so i don't know if you told me or not how did you meet your wife we know how she showed presented herself as your wife when you knew she was going to be your wife but how did you actually meet
2: her it's actually really a good romantic corny but how it should be in the end that everybody i think everybody's always says man that's all right basically (laughs) i'm living in dali and there was a lady that we all call Tia Yolanda, Aunt Yolanda. This woman had lived in New Orleans for many, many years. She was a hairstylist. She moved back to the little town and opened up a hair salon. And she spoke English. So, I'd go there and she would cut my hair. But this was a straight-out beauty salon. So, I'd go just when I wanted to get my hair cut. So, one day I'm just there and I'm sitting in the like the little like, you know, waiting area and I'm smoking a cigarette reading a book. I'm reading a Tom Clancy book. I'm reading, I think I'm reading a Lucer book. I remember that. Nice. And uh I think it was Inca Gold. And I remember this gr- so a girl comes in and asks me for a cigarette. And I just don't even really look up. I just shake one out of the pack and say, well, here you go. So I keep smoking. So she goes in or whatever. So then, I, then the goes, come on, Filippo, come in here. So I go, okay. So I sit down, and she starts coming cut my hair. And I look over my left shoulder, and I see this beautiful Latina girl sitting there with this mane of black, beautiful hair, just a beautiful epitome of a Latin woman, you know? And right. I'm like, wow, who's that girl? And the lady goes to me, I'll never forget this. Oh, she's a nice girl. And what? What do you mean by she's not that? For you. What are you she's saying about you. me? <laughs> exactly. Oh, she's a nice girl, Phil? I said, Come on, you know I'm a good guy, do you? She's like, No, you're a great guy, and you're just a good guy, but you're just crazy. You're just always gunned up, and you're running around with who knows who, and you're, you know what? I said, just be quiet. She goes, No, I know her mom and everything, and they're really good people, and she's a professora and she's just a good girl, you know. She's not. I'm like, now again, you're saying, what am I a scumbag? What am I just some like this whore manga? She's like, No, I'm not saying that. But I said, do me a favor, go and ask her if I can have lunch. Leave me alone. Just go ask her. Okay, I'll ask her. So she goes over and whispers something to the, my wife, to be, that is my wife now, all these years, but I didn't even know her. And I see her look up in the mirror, look at me kind of smile a little bit, and then doesn't say anything. So Yolanda comes back and says, yeah, she's thinking about it. I said, okay. <laughs> so I think coming. And she gets up. She gets up and go, I think she leaves. So I get up, and I'm done, and I walk out, and she's sitting there. So we end up walking down the street to this Chinese restaurant, the only one in town. There's a Chinese restaurant in every fucking one-horse town in the world, it seems, that in the pizzeria. and right. So we go eat, and we just really hit it off. You know, and I was dating one girl then, but then, you know, nothing serious because I remember moving to that little town. I remember talking to my, Gabriel's dad mm-hmm. and, and then Claudia's dad. And they both told me basically the same thing Look, Phil, you can do almost anything you want in these little towns. And for what I've heard about you, people love you, they trust you. You don't seem like a foreigner to them, you fit right in. But I'll tell you one thing you start messing with the women too much as a foreigner. What's going to happen is you don't realize that 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 girl you dated, even if you broke up with her, cool, right? That indio, that local sitting over there with his foot, like leaning against the wall, in his mind, that's his wife. She doesn't even know him. But in his mind, that's his wife one day. So days are going to pass. He's going to get drunk. You're not going to realize it. The guy's going to stab you 15 times in the kidneys, man, with a rusty knife. That's how shit goes down in these countries. These people don't say nothing. They're not loud, screaming, talking. They just come at you. And I'm like, wow, okay, cool. So I kind of kept it myself. You know, I was like, cool. I mean, I date one girl and whatever. But I just got whatever it was, blessed, luck, all of the combined. Meeting my wife was a, another crucial part of my life that helped me not just grow up, helped me realize that, you know, I was going down a crazy path. I, had, I didn't have a care in the world, man. I didn't, I mean, 50 cents so stole my saying, get rich or die trying. I didn't care. Hmm. You want to go over here, Phil? Let's go. The deepest, darkest parts of Honduras, the middle of nowhere where no man's let's go, gun up, let's run. Let's go move payrolls. Let's go. Let's go move cattle. Sure. Let's go do this. Okay. There's a lumber dispute in the middle of this mountain range where people are just shooting at each other. Let's go over there and see if we can help my dad. Let's go. I didn't care. I didn't care. Because I had gone through so much, and I had, finally had freedom, and I was somewhere where I was making my own name and making my own way, right? But meeting my wife showed me, like, you know what? I don't know if I really want to die. I don't know if I – just, right. you know what I mean? I didn't want to die, but it's like I didn't care. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to explain no, it without – I wasn't no, no, kind of no, morbid – Yeah, wasn't a morbid death wish. Then.
1: Your life becomes more valuable when you add valuable there it is. to it. How about that? Mm-hmm. Now, it's just speaking of valuable yeah. things how about less valuable things, maybe I don't know how much you wanted to talk about you touched on Rocky on your partner um during that point in time when your wife was becoming your wife, and Rocky was,
2: that not was the, I could say that was the prelude to the kiss you know um, I just thought that it just that, 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 that no matter what founder blender designer originator, whatever. Yeah. I was drinking a lot then who wasn't. Yeah. I was down there in the middle of nowhere, but it wasn't like, it seemed that they didn't really care about me anymore. And, and it was that turning point where even if you fight with your friends, you know, they're like, look, dude, you need to help. We'll come help you. Nobody reached out to me. No one except right. like Nestor and like people that were there and the factories that were, that I worked with, that I, that I brought business to and they did it out of the goodness of their heart. They didn't do it because I was giving them money. You know, right. and the people that were supposed to reach out and help me, you know, um, didn't at all, family included. You know, except my sister, but I didn't tell my sister until way later because she'd freak out, and she did freak out. So I'm coming down there right now. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm walking again. <laughs> but getting back to that, so oh yeah, I'm basically, yeah. The whole thing was I'm sitting there, and my buddy Gabriel. And me, we're just going back and forth bullshitting. I'm about to go back to Daly. I said, "Dude, I'll walk in three months." Like, no, nah, it'll take like six months. I'm like, I'll bet you in three months. And Gabe goes, "If you walk in three months, I'll pay for your medical bill." I go, "Nah, I'm gonna walk in three months anyway." And I should have taken it, right? Because during that whole three month period, I had to go back. I had to find a driver, a guy named Brett Neve, which ends up I taught him how to drive a stick shift. And it ends up that guy, he's told my wife's, my wife's mother. People, great guy. He was a Mormon guy, and I wanted him because he didn't drink. He didn't do anything. He was straight. I know he could take care of my vehicles and not kill me, you know, and be a weirdo, and we became good friends. And I told, I talked to him about business and positivity and how you get builds, You can build things, and he always had, he had ideas. He was with the church. That guy is, like, the second or third largest, like, transport owner in that part of the country right now. He built, like, from ground up, bought one little microbus, bought, did that, got with his Mormon brothers, bought another one bought a bigger bus. Now he's got like a, a delivery service. He's doing amazingly well. My driver oh. guy. And he's told my wife, "From what your husband got in my head that anything is possible. If I put my mind to it and I find something I like and I want to do it, I can I can be successful." And the guy's like super successful now.
1: Cool. Cool. And Bernard,
2: Burn. great guy. I, so, 3 months pass. Oh, you agree. I keep calling the doc going, "Hey, I'm doing all the stuff you told me. I'm I'm dressing my wound every day." I got to take the whole bandage off, put this special like uh, gauze that's in, it, it's in, in, you know, it's infused with um, antibacterial, antiviral, all this different stuff, wrap it, put the more gauze on it, put the, the, the salve on it, do all that twice a day. I'm like, how is, doc doesn't seem like the screws are that hard to get out. I can just take them out myself with you. You got to come get a, you got to come check. So I went on my check, but there wasn't time yet. I go, look doc, I know I can take these out. He goes, no, no, we got to do it. Whatever. Now guys, girls people. It's super, I mean, I'm, I'm like at the point where I think pretty much I'm going to be getting out of the tobacco industry. My mind is already set on things are going weird. I spent $50,000 in cash, which I was like, I mean, I had some more stashed, but that was like my big stash. And I'm like, wow, every time I have to go there, it's like $500, $300. And I'm like, geez, guys, don't get me wrong. With Indian, I was making money, but that was another beef with my partner. They were just saying, oh, you're living down there. You don't need that much. I'm not going to get into all that because then it sounds like gossipy, but it's like it just not, wasn't going cool in all kinds of levels. Now, I got a bullet hole in my foot, you know, I'm walking on crutches. I got two pins sticking on my feet, and I'm getting drama from the people that are supposed to be saying, you know what, dude, you know, we're, uh, we'll help you and whatever. But there's no good – there's no positivity coming, you know. It's right. not like, man, you okay? Shit, brother, we need you. You know, none of that. Nothing right. like that. Like, no. Or, or,
1: or what do you, you need? Know? Not, or what do you need? No, like need what I – Once
2: again, I'm sitting there by myself on a fucking island going, wow. I give my heart, my soul, everything I have to do things for people, do whatever they ask, too much people pleasing, and then when I need something, when I really need something, it's not even a little thing, it's like a really serious injury, yeah, nothing. But three months to the day, I go back, time to take the screws out, right? I'm (laughs) waiting for an industrial drill, whole thing, Guy comes up with some Allen wrenches, right? Takes off the gr- takes off the bridge between the two screws with his thumb and forefinger whoosh, unscrews them both. I look at the guy. Really? Really? That's all it took. Oh, you know, like I just leaves. He doesn't know what to say to me. You know, it's not the doctor, it's like one of the doc- the nurses or whatever. Right, so, right, right. Then they put these little gauze, like this this kind of like dissolvable screw like kind of like kinda of like plug in it right mm-hmm. into the holes and it, it'll 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 dissolve in time it's like a bone graft kind of thing in there, clean it off, it's all stitched up and everything's healed. Well, the guy's like, Wow, you heal like amazing man. <laughs> it's like I can't believe it, right? I go, How about, when can I walk? He's like, I got up and I put my weight on, he's like, Hey be careful. I'm like, Yeah, it doesn't really it, it hurts but you know, he's like, look, don't push it too much. Use the crutches, use the cane for a while and whatever. I mean I It took me maybe – I had to keep cleaning it and whatever, and and then I could finally – I had to wear flip-flop. That's why it was dangerous down there with all the dirt and the muck around. But in late – say another two or three weeks, I had a shoe on, and I'm walking around. I'm gimping a little bit, but I'm walking around. And you're watering. And the funny thing was, during that whole three months, I'm going to the factory every day, walking around on crutches, right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sitting with Nestor. You know, putting my foot up on his desk, and I'm, like, hypnotizing him almost with my foot because he's looking at those screws, you know, back and forth. and I'm smoking cigarettes like crazy. He's supposed to not be smoking, and nobody's around, so he's taking cigarettes from me. We're just, guys, you understand, these, some of these pinnacle, prolific people you hear, like Julio Roa, Christian Iroa, Nestor Licentia, these are, like, my friend friends. Nestor was like, I can't even say a dad because a dad be too serious. This guy... It was a father figure mixed with a brother, mixed with a cool cousin, with a cool uncle, just a, a friend. I'd sit with him there, man, and we'd talk about life, how it was when he was in Cuba, how, how he got going, how he got started, you know, uh, all the different things that went on. And it just was great. And these people really helped me build me up. So I'm healed. It's not that long of a time after that. Um, my wife and I just kind of figure out we want to be together. And then she gets pregnant. So now you're not talking six months after that. My wife's pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the middle of it. Me and Rocky are really on the outs. I'm pretty much going to resign. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to. There's no firing me. I'm a founder and a partner. So I pretty much go. It's a long story short. I'm, we're going to go. We'll get into it more in the book how it all went down. That's, but, um, okay.
1: That's what we could do. That's what we could do. Mm hmm. Um, because uh, we started off saying that everything here was going to be in the book and I think we mm-hmm. kind of corrected that course of action the last time we spoke right. on the show and um there's so much
2: everything that, that everything you hear you know, here will be in the book but there's things that you won't hear here that'll be in the book yeah
1: here here perfectly done mm-hmm. nicely said here here and okay. and I, and, I, and I think that's that brings us to where I said it would bring us. The middle. just at the halfway point. At the halfway point. Well the insanity is insanity. And mm-hmm. it's gonna get and it's only gonna get not to be tantalizing or tease anyone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the first half of the book is designed to give a broad kind of overview. It's gonna be rapid fire, but it's gonna be a broad overview. It's gonna get much crazier in little story segments in the second half is what it's looking like. So um, you've heard some crazy, wild stuff. Now, this is the Tame Foundation building. It's going to get... Mm-hmm. It, it's going to uptick. It's going to uptick. And um, We're going to
2: go back in time and really focus on my time in Central and South America. Right. We're going to focus on my time here in the Dominican For, Republic. Just which, through uh, little stories. Just tapered through, it off?
1: Through essentially a series mm-hmm. of short stories. It, it's It's really... Yeah, it, it's it's excellent to be a gifted writer yeah I must say Absolutely. because no one else is saying it and anyway yeah, it will. <laughs> and, and yeah hopefully anyway mm-hmm. uh, I think we hit a good anywho. spot now anywho I think we hit a good spot now and I'm going to go walk my dog he's sitting next to me
2: cool so I just want to say to everybody out there stay safe Keep positive. Remember, it's always darkest right before dawn. I know there's all these corny sayings, but seriously, read them and try to believe in them. Because um, right now, it seems like it's never going to end. It just gets weirder by the day. You know, it's just like some kind of Fellini movie we're living in. But um, <laughs> it's going to get better. And I've seen a lot of things change in my life during this whole time. And they seemed really drastic, but now that I've stepped out of the you know, forest and I can see the trees, my life is way better. And I've taken this experience to be at home with my family and really enjoy my time with them. Um, my son's and I even started a YouTube channel, man, for, you know, father and son fitness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're having great. I mean, it's crazy. It's fun. And, and it's just amazing times I'm having, you know, with my family and just really talking to my sons and my daughter, and my wife and. And, um, yeah. just, I don't think everyone out there, this is never going to happen again. I don't think so now we're Kind to use this time, to, not our lifetime. So, you know, take this for what it's worth and just kind of use it to say, Hey, when do you actually ever get a told you can't go to work? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, that and, never happens. It's like, don't come. What? Yeah. Don't come. You're not fired <laughs> or whatever. I mean, things happen are crazy, but when does anyone ever tell you, Hey, you don't do anything. It's like, what do you mean? Don't 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 come around.
1: Right, right. We're just, not coming. Just, just stay. So, just yeah. stop. Just, just hit stay. the big pause button. Just stop. Right. Mm-hmm. But but to be fair, you and I haven't hit that pause button too hard because the book should still be released on time yeah. sometime during the 2020 calendar year. So yeah. we're staying on the course, but we're also enjoying life a little more and I'm doing the same thing with my kid. We haven't started a YouTube video, a uh, YouTube channel, yeah. but um we're I got you the more. link Cap. You'll, you'll yeah, you'll you you let you it. Yeah, you do. You can use you it. Do. And you and remember in, in in closing, in closing and then Phil, I'm going to let you go and before I get any further, I always yes, say sir. thank you and from the bottom of my heart, thank you for sharing this story, thank you for giving me the opportunity to put it down on pen and paper, so to speak. But um I do want to piggyback some positivity on your positivity Phil. And I wanted to talk to the people out there real quick, if I may, the gentle persons out there that are listening, and i thank you for listening. Stuff may be very difficult for you now, um, but remember, no matter how bad it gets, you are probably not the mayor of Portland. So so take that. So So take that. And um so all right, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'll catch you later, Phil. Bye-bye. Thank you. Enjoy man. yourself. All right. Good.
2: I have a great night. Hi, right, brother. Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: W dot K A P L O W I T Z dot XYZ blog podcast cigars coffee written. Reviews. Spoken. Views. Okay, and here we are back with a little bit of Kaplowitz. Reads. Kaplowitz. And um, two things right up top I'm going to do. Just a day or two ago, um, as of recording, uh, Kaplowitz Media Cigars of the Month for July 2020 and Kaplowitz Media Coffees of the Month also for July 2020, each posted at their respective blogs, and I just wanted to give a little shout-out to each uh, entry on each of those lists, each. First, we'll start with Capitalist Media Cigars in a Month, and also it posted a day early, it posted the 24th, because the 25th was taken up by the recapitulation, so a little bit of a a wobbly Scheduling, but nothing we can't fathom. Gentle persons, correct? Anyway, a short list over a capitalist media cigars in a month for July 2022. To be exact, yes, some Carl JSK Red Knight, that was a Redux review, and Principal Aviator Series Vancouver, uh, which uh, not a Redux proper. Just another look at an entry into the Aviator series of Principal Cigars. So, uh, an honorable mention, I should say, Indian Motorcycle. Now, I'm going to keep reading here. Okay, so what I'm going to read here goes for cigars only. A reminder, each cigar entered into each of these monthly A-grade lists is eligible for a Capitalist Media Cigar of the Year running. That means from 9.26 to 9.30, September 26 to 30, uh, we're going to unfurl gender persons, the Catalyst Media Cigar of the Year. Over at Coffee World, Catalyst Media Coffee, there is simply going to be a top 10 list on the 30th of September. But let's take a look at at the July 2020 coffees of the month over at Catalyst Media Coffee. They include Black Acres Rwanda, Gold Feather Bravo Zulu Blend, Split Rail Kenya Nyeri Ichamama, 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 AB, and Tostado Plank. So, that all gets entered in. ...to the Coffee of the Year running, and each month, other than that, up to September 25th. And then here in Coffee World, there will be a top 10 list published on the 30th of September. Gotcha. Now, let's start the actual process of Capulets Reads Capulets, and we'll start with wine. And how wine has been happening, persons, is just like coffee, it is piggybacking Capitalist Media cigars, but also it's piggybacking Capitalist Media coffee. Every Wednesday, a wine review gets posted to both blogs. Until coming up here rather soon, I have enough of a portfolio, if you will, enough of a catalog of reviews to warrant its own blog, and then... I will give rise, give birth, to Kaplan's Media Wine. So, uh, until that point in time, let's see. We are reading from Kaplan's Media Cigars, and the title is... Oh, and it posted Wednesday, July 22, 2020. The full title reads, Capitalist Media Wine, Charles Smith Wines, The Velvet Devil Merlot 2017 in Review... What's it all mean? And here's another rhetorical for you. Have you kaplowitz today? The Velvet Devil Merlot, 2017. Appellation is Columbia Valley, uh, Washington State. The winery is Charles Smith Wines. And uh, alcohol volume 13.5. Notes... Black currant, uh, cedar, smoky, robust because bodacious seems mm, laterally juvenile, big and bold, bombastic. Say, well structured and velvet Elvis smooth, campy. See, still fun, not frivolous, focused. Uh, the bouquet is of dark, no, no, darker. Fruitiness with Smoky Lilt. bit of a black peppery kick to the boozy olfactory. Fruits go to the top of flavors led by Black Currant uh, with Black Cherry attachment. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I, I got this new program given to me somehow by the fine folks at Google that corrects words that aren't incorrect. And one of those words I just caught were not current current i wanted the a google give me the a wood seasoned humidor spanish cedar and something of a stiff tobacco stem slash stalk oak as it lives and breathes all easy grasps wanting to be grasped wanting drunk and to go down easy undertones are just as concentrated as their overs. Dryly so, vanilla bean, plum, crisp, lively, oh, oh, fine, bodacious, cocoa, clove, I get the feeling of little to no finagling, scant fingerprints, all grapes, locked and loaded for bang, right now, not later, drink by today. Finishes quite sweetly, darkly, nice umph, never limp, then tightly tidy. A rock star who cleans the motel room he trashed. Not complex, but driven as fuck. I almost forgot looks. Kinda did. I drank it all. Close my eyes and my memory is of burgundy shag carpet, paneled walls, paisley. What's it all mean? Who knows? A seriously fun pour this, although. Also, a bit of a faux dive, really. Addendum, pair with Hawaiian pizza. Final grade, B plus. Update, current, current caramel. Forging on ahead bravely here as I get a bit of a tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> We have the cigar review that I'm going to be featuring on this show, just because it's the latest one and I'm too lazy to scroll back on my own website. It's dated Tuesday, July 21, 2020, and entitled, Ventura Cigar Slaughterhouse, in review, Manageable Haunches. Again, Ventura Cigar Slaughterhouse. Wrapper, San Andres, binder, Mexican, Sumatra, filler, multi-country. Sounds good. Format, Robusto, parenthetically, mixed filler, origin, Uh, uh, intensity, medium, notes, black pepper, anise, dark chocolate, warm, according to both notes and temp of smoke, sweetly dark, Darkly sweet. Look at that. That that's a typo. That's my fault. What a shit fest this is, gentlepersons, A great day to play a game of baseball. Never could get that baseball announcer's voice down really well. Sweetly dark. I should really get the the I used to not long ago um give away no prizes for uh people spotting grammatical and typo. Grammatical errors and typos. I might go back to doing that. Who knows? Sweetly dark. Darkly sweet. And what did you win with a no prize? (laughs) Shut up. It's all one throbbing, nigh-volatile note. A core of earth we'll call topsoil with finely ground black pepper, anise, and dark chocolate shavings. Mostly. Undertones, or let us say... Lesser tones. Cola Pumpernickel. Vague red-purple fruits. Cherry shows itself now and again. Simple fare. I never mention price, but when I do, as I will hear, a bigger bang for your buck or three, you won't find better than here. All factory-wise. Ever open a bag of Café Bustello grounds? Those vacuum bags? Yeah, that. Also... A nice leather is introed alongside a molasses influence. That all gets to palette via progression. Each note is a tiny core inside that main one, and, well, that structure of the sort, delineation, say, finishes hot and slightly heavy, like I like my women. Short, too. Parenthetically, same, comma, women. Uh, I like a nice set of manageable haunches, I also value, value, a pleasant smoke with neat nuances and surprisingly decent taste. The final third does asphalt charcoal up a tick, purge, repeat. Construction slet, combustion wise. Construction slash Judy Dench's jowls. Judy Dench's jowls. Judy Dench's jowls. Construction-slash-combustion-wise... Damn it, I... con Con... Oh, God. Judy Dench's jowls. Construction-slash-combustion-wise... This stogie burns straight enough at passable pacing. Draws quite well. Ash won't grow. Parenthetically mixed fill. Cherry is neatly centered. Somewhat of a... Wispy-wimpy smoke output feel I should clarify. I need a woman who can gracefully wear a two-piece. Also, insofar as clarification, I do not have a separate grading scale for this price and all it entails. Furthermore, I do not have plans for instituting said scale. It's a good smoke to smoke, given the price, which again, I never mention. Final grade. B-minus update and where are we at now we got your loader oh we're at the last stop of this segment for this week and that takes us to Capitalist media coffee thursday july 23 2020 nectar of life gourmet organic french roast in review is that manure you're wearing Have you caffeinated today subtitled as always rhetorically so nectar of life <clears throat> gourmet organic coffee french roast origin indonesia and south america varietal arabica brew method french press intensity i found to be medium full to full Notes, leather, charred woods, cocoa, Indonesian forward in terms of characteristics, smoky, earthy, musty, bold, and deep baking cocoa provides the carpet for this magic ride. Remember, fantasy will set you free, Steppenwolf. Quite savory, dryly, leather, weathered, tastes like Clint Eastwood's face in August, salted, Charred cedar has charred oak underpinnings resting on a charred Mexicali spice rack. Cumin, clove, red pepper lay atop some bitter, two darkly toasted almonds and a tobacco stalk. That engulfed in the darkest earth ever there was. Dry composted black dirt stuffs, some barnyard, pardon me ma'am, is that manure you are wearing? She wipes clean a spot. Yes, yes. Right between the sound machine. Not complex, nicely nuanced, but simply so of savory cocoa. Aroma is a Harley peeling out of the Southwest Fast Food Burger drive through joint. It also smells a little like how classic rock sounds. You know what I mean, yeah? Good. Nicely balanced, juicy like a dried candied fruit finishes on long, earthy sweet and smoked legs with notes of leather jackets worn under sleeveless denim jackets. Features a bandana used to clean a dipstick look in the cup. Bracketed Aladdin's lamp. Say final grade... B plus, and that'll do it for this week's gentle persons. Kaplowitz reads www dot k a p l o w i t z dot x y z blog, podcast, cigars, coffee, written reviews, spoken. Views. I am Kaplewitz. for of with Kaplowitz Media, and this is Kaplowitz Radio episode 145. And it's a very special one, gentle persons. For this is the recap show, pun intentionally speaking of the Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year. Thanks for tuning in. Please visit www.kaplowitz.xyz. Also, social media, at Kaplowitz Media on Twitter, and Kaplowitz Media on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Kaplowitz Media. Gonna not go to the news desk, as I've been doing the last handful of episodes, because like I said, Kaplowitz Media, me, I've just posted my cigar of the year, and I'll be offering a 10 to 1, number 10 through number 1 breakdown of that. So I'm going to jump straight to getting some bills paid around here because it's getting cold. I'm going to have to begrudgingly uh, put the thermostat up a little bit here at Kaplowitz Media headquarters. So if you would like to help pay for all that shit, if you have a couple of bucks left over at the end of your month or just some change floating around, please feel free to donate it. And I'll kindly accept that kind donation over at paypal that's paypal.me slash k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z the other way I keep the heat on around here that is after everybody is wearing at least a hoodie and a blanket although you don't wear a blanket you are under a blanket you get the gist is to pay uh, to pay the bills Is to do it Uh, is through sponsors, and now I'm going to read some copy, and then what's going to happen is I'm going to seamlessly slide into the Cigar of the Year honors and honorees, Gran Habano cigars. It takes generations to make a great cigar, and... On its fourth generation, Gran Habano continues its tradition close to its humble beginnings. www.ghcigars.com And Illusione Cigars Deep in Flavor Deep in Your Mind Illusione Cigars, for your cigar comfort, that is www.illusionecigars.com. They are not industry standard. And I should note here, I'm recording not in my boudoir studio, but uh, at my kitchen table. So if the sound quality is less than ideal, it fucking always is. And Caldwell Cigars, if you're not running with us, run from us. Our goals will always be creation, innovation, and ambition. www.caldwellcigars.com run there. Gentle persons. Ained. GTO cigars from Tabacalara GTO Dominicana or may, are made from the finest aged first-generation Cuban seed tobacco and meticulously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic. I can attest to this. They would not hire me. wwwgto Dominican www.gto Dominican com And our normal live from the Debonair Athenium will not happen this week, but I can tell you because of the specialness. I can tell you, however, that Debonair. Cigars are great. And we'll be back next week with another poetry reading from the Debonair Athenaeum. But until then, Athenaeum, Athenaeum. Until then, visit them at debonair. That's D-E-B-O-N-A-I-R-E. House. That is H-O-U-S-E. Dot. That is D-O-T com. wdebonairhousecom And today I won't be reading a thing, but that ain't true. That's not true at all. Today, I'll be reading a whole shit ton of stuff. So you might want to get comfortable. Light up your favorite cigar. Pour a cup of tea. I'm drinking some black tea. I'm not sure of the name of it, but uh, shout out to Octavia T. And um, I did this for the extra caffeine it is going to require to make heads or tails or any type of sense of this year's Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year 2018-2019. I will start, why not? by reading all Cigars of the Month honorees. In October of 2018, those honorees included Felix Asseline Cigars, Ego, Ocean Blue, Asylum 13 Cigars, Medulla Oblongata, Illusione Cigars, F9 Finesse, Tobac Cigar Company, Muestra de Tobac, Tabac, La Aurora, Preferidos Emerald, November 2018, included the Felix Two Saints Platinum, the Felix Ego Black Dark Lord, Black Label Training Company, Bishop's Blend 2018, uh, 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 Preferidos Gold, December 2018, included the likes of... DAV Cigars Prima Natural, Felix Asseline Cigars Ego White, Gran Habano Gran Reserva No. 5 2012, Gran Habano Gran Reserva Number 5 2010, Illusione Cigars Epernay, or as I like to call it, Eperye, DAV Cigars Mestizo, January 2019, and feel free to take a nap. And I will wake you up when we get to the top 10. January 2019. Dapper Cigar Company, El Baracho, Maduro. Dapper Cigar Company, El Baracho. Not Maduro. Rock Feller, Vintage Nicaragua, Maduro. Rock Vintage Nicaragua, Connecticut. Dapper Cigar Company, La Madrina. February slash March of 2019, I lump these together because I take a break the last couple of weeks of February. Already looking forward to it. Rockefeller, Vintage Nick Aguin Habano, Felix Asseline, CSB Fueta, Black Habano, Bombay, Tobacco M. Cuba, Diadem, Felix Asseline Toussaint's Lang Noir. Bombay, Tobac, Vintage, Reserva, M. Cuba. Caldwell Cigars, Long Live the King. Illusione Cigars, ECCJ, 20th Indian Motorcycle. Premium Cigars, Medoro April 2019, Amandela Family, Connecticut. Illusione MK, Teaching Machine. Felix Asseline, Ego Ocean Blue, Drew Estate, Norteño. Illusione Fum de Me. Viva la Vida by Artesano del Tobacco, Illusione Ultra MK, Guardian of the Farm, May 2019. I'm trying to keep this under an hour. I'm already 10 minutes in. Got to take a sip of black tea. Nesta Miranda, special selection, Illusione one-off, Artesano del Tobacco, Viva la Vida. Bombay Tobac Vintage Reserva M. Cuba Caldwell Cigars Eastern Standard June 2019 Guardian of the Farm Doom It Gold Oro Rachancho Arr- ar- Caldwell The King is Dead PDR na- 18 1878 1878 Kappa Sungrown Caldwell Cigars Savages La- ar- uh, uh, 1985 Maduro Caldwell, Blind Man's Bluff, CT, Connecticut, July 2019, GTO Painkiller, GTO Painkiller, Maduro, GTO de G- Corona, pardon moi, Corona, de GTO Ten Años, Corojo, Yasum Kral Red Knight, Caldwell, Eastern Standard, Das Firmus, DAV Mestizo, Room 101, Farce, Caldwell, The King is Dead, August 2019, Artesano del Tobacco, Viva la Vida, Stolen Throne, Crook of the Crown, Dapper El Bracho, Medoro La Sonrisa, Wally, Toscano Sternovo, September 2019, Aganorsa Leaf, Connecticut, Dapper, Kubo, Sumatra, McAuliffe, Experiencia, La Crema, Maya Selva, Flor de Selva, Maya Selva, Compe, Volcan, La Sonrisa, Charlotte, number three. Mbombe, Mestali, McAuliffe, Migdalia. And then I broke down on 927 uh, the list further and came up with a best of each month. And for October, it was Felix Asseline Cigars, Ego Ocean Blue. For November, it was Black Label Trading Company, Bishop's Blend 2018. December was Illusione Cigars, Epernay. January, Dapper Cigar Company, La Madrina. February slash March, we know why that is. M. Bombay Tobac Vintage Reserve, M. Cuba. April's uh, winner was Viva la Vida by Artisano del Tobacco. May, Nestor Mirando's special selection. June, Guardian of the Farm. July, Corona de GTO Tenanos Corrojo. August, Stolen Throne, Crook of the Crown. And September, McAuliffe, Migdalia, and then I went to clarify it with the top 10. Uh, We already read. uh, Oh, no, no, no. I dropped one there. Sorry, forgot my process. And um, long story short, the Corona Dead GTO, Ten Anos Corojo, did not make the cut into the top 10. And then, gentlepersons, then, then and only then, On 929, 10 through 6 was announced. Nestor Miranda Special Miranda Special Edition Special Selection was number 10. Number 9, and this is the official. I should have led up to this more. I should have a drum roll. But Kaplitz Media Cigar of the Year, 10 through 1, begins with number 10. The Nestor Miranda Special Selection. Number nine Black Label Trading Company Bishops Blend 2018. Number eight Bombay Tobac Vintage Reserve M Cuba. Number seven Felix Asseline Cigars Ego Ocean Blue. Number six Illusione Cigars. Epernay, or as I like to call it, Eper-yay. And then just this morning, before I finished yesterday's cigar, last night's cigar, before I brewed, a lovely black tea courtesy of Octavia's cig- uh, cigars. No, they don't do. They do tea. Octavia does. Still a little tired. Still a little out of sorts. Not only am I recording not in my familiar environs, but I'm also visited by uh, a German Shepherd pup who is now upstairs wrestling loudly with my own pup, Snack Tray. Five through one was announced just this morning. Number five, Kaplowitz Media. Cigar of the Year, for 2018-2019, Guardian of the Farm. Number 4, Dapper Cigar Company, La Madrina. Number 3, McAuliffe Magdalia. And number 2, Dash Dash. Because for the first time in, I think, like maybe four years of doing this, we have a tie. It's a soccer game. Come for the top ten list. Stay for a lovely game of football. We have a tie at number one. Stolen throne, crook of the crown. And viva la vida. By Artesano del Tobacco, meaning the cigars of the year as I, via Kaplowitz Media, see fit. Stolen throne, crook of the crown, and Viva la Vida by Artesano del Tobacco, which shuffles the motherfucking deck. Meaning number two is McAuliffe Migdalia. Number three is Dapper Cigar Company, La Madrina. Number four is Guardian of the Farm. Number five is Illusiones Cigars Epernay. Number six, Felix Asseline Cigars, Ego Ocean Blue. Number seven, Bombay Tobacco Vintage Reserve, M. Cuba. Number 8, Black Label Trading Company, Bishop's Blend, 2018. Number 9, Nestor Miranda, Special Selection. Number 10, Corona de GTO, Ten Anos Corojo. My goodness. My goodness, if you would like a transcript, gentlepersons, Of the top 10 cigars of the year over at Kaplowitz Media, learn to write real fast. Or, visit www.kaplowitz.xyz and read them at your pace there. Also, as a reminder... I please, if you love the list, if you hate the list, if you feel rather indifferent about the list, please don't hit me up on any other, uh, in any other way other than, uh, as a comment at the blog. That will remain open for the next little bit of time, probably until sundown tonight and uh, then it'll go back to I don't like comments at my blog. But don't email me, don't Facebook me, don't uh, tweet me. Hit me up there, let me know what you think. Give me plenty of time not to respond, and everything will be fine. I should mention, though, that I do have a new email address, and that email address is com. And I will say, if you want to have me address something on a podcast or via video, email it to me there, and I'll see what I can do. Video, yes. Kaplowitz Television. uh, Kaplowitz Television will have a weekly that is with two E's. There's no A in that weekly because I do it strong. A weekly post uh, show following each and every Kaplowitz radio presentation, which occurs late Sunday, sometime Monday, and uh, that might be a good place for me to answer some questions. Come to think of it, so sure, email Media at mail.com. But let's take a deeper look at the top. I'm going to say 10, but I'm also going to say that if I don't get to, uh, go very far down the list, um, no disrespect to the list. This is a solid list. I love this list. This is a huge list. This is a beautiful list. Uh, I do want to keep this under an hour, uh, 45 minutes. really sounds fantastic. And, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see. But I do want to touch on, th- at the very least, the, cigar, the co-cigars of the year. The first I will touch on, I mean, it's a co. I have to pick one first. These are identical. I'll read each of the original reviews from the actual cigar that garnered the number one slot. And uh, the Stolen Throne Cigars, Crook of the Crown, uh, was reviewed. Uh, I'm not sure when I reviewed it, but it posted 731.19. And it is a San Andres Maduro 10-year-aged wrapper. The binder is Indonesian. The filler is Nicaraguan. The format was a Robusto unfinished foot. The origin, uh, Flor de San Luis, Nicaragua. Strength, medium, full, and uh, notes, bold. And two, refined, mulled wine, and carob, okay, I'm in. Steered out front by pepper spices, white and red pepper, clove, nutmeg, separate from the aforementioned beverage, parenthetically speaking, are written, uh, black pepper kicks up into the long, sweet, tingly finish. Creme brulee and leathery oils bulge up Out of the undertones, then several pips of Hershey's milk chocolate with almonds, Cuban coffee. Underneath it all is a rich clay earthiness, a cherry lilt, shooting cedar up and through their profile. Top-notch burn and draw, excellent levels of smoky smoke output culminate in a patisserie-like room note. Cap assemblage and seams hold to perfection. And lots of backy is packed into this thing. Sands hard slash soft spots. Ash is an almost glistening thing. Easily capable of making 1.5 inches at a time. In short, I write, wrote, a clean and crisp contender for Cigar of the Year. I, I had an inkling even then. Final grade. A. Just A. And then we look at the Viva la Vida by Artesano del Tobacco in a review posted 41719. Artesano del Tobacco cigars Viva la Vida cigar review by Kaplowitz. Rapper, Nicaraguan. Habano Oscuro, 2000. Binder, Nicaraguan. Corojo, 99. Filler, Nicaraguan. Criollo, 98. Format was a torpedo. 6.5 by 54. Origin, Esteli, Nicaragua. Blended by A.J. Fernandez. Strength was full. Notes, Pepper, Thick black over top, a thinner red cayenne and a red slash cayenne and lingering bit. Body is a match for that front-loaded pepper spice, which features cumin and smoked paprika attachments, meaning it is not an onslaught, but a smoothly-fashioned flavor bomb. Flavor bomb. Fresh off the light. As that dials back some, a death-by-chocolate myriad of notes dial up to meet in the braced-by-cedar overtones. There is a roasted, savory, leathery, beefy, and syrupy sweet top to the undertones which steers the direction of this Viva La Vida. The rest is a bulging, deep earthiness, highlighted with glimpses of espresso, citrus, and tropical floral bits well-rounded and presented as an overflowing plate of well-prepared dessert foods. Decadent, really, yet never a bombardment. Finishes quite cleanly given its height of flavor in a spiced citrus manner with that sweet driving force chugging along. Final third is a circling bag replay of the pepper spice opening. Burned straight and at a moderate pace, Ash builds till I roll it off at an inch to an inch and a half at a time, draws smoothly, evenly. Smoke output slows quickly between puffs, but each puff explodes into cumulus clouds, which culminate in a heavy room note of sweetly spiced, well-aged tobacco. In short, I wrote again, a forceful and purposeful contender for Cigar of the Year Final Grade A. Now... Let let me sit a bit and unpack for you, or with you, a little further, the co-winners of this year's Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year, again, Artesano Del Tobacco, Viva La Vida, and Stolen Throne, Crook of the Crown, quite, first, why a soccer match? Why a tie? So much of the cigar world is alpha AF. And if I know from an outside perspective anything about these alpha guys, gals, people, attack helicopters, toaster ovens, toaster oven Americans, I don't want to insult anyone. I know that they hate ties. But there are times when a tie is necessary. Think weddings. Think funerals. Think going to the bank to try to secure a loan. A tie is oftentimes mandated, let alone necessitated. And this is one of those times, and in large part because these two cigars are quite different animals in the smoking experience, but also more than that. Viva La Vida, they are now being distributed by A.J. Fernandez cigars. They, uh, they were crafted by A.J. Fernandez cigars. They are impeccably crafted from the box to the ra- to the label, uh, the presentation, the quality of it, there are a great couple of guys that own it, but they have instantly, because of their association with AJ Fernandez, been thrusted into a higher bracket, if you will. ...than Stolen Throne. Stolen Throne is a smaller, I dare say, company. It is the owner's really first attempt at this. Um, Their branding, as far as their artwork, is superb. But if you look closely at, say, their label, their band, they are less there is they're not embossed um it looks a little less expensive it looks done a bit more on a shoestring than perhaps the viva la vida and that that just goes to show the difference one approach isn't wrong one approach one approach is not correct just to say they are coming from two different areas and they land on the palate in equally as different ways. The Viva La Vida, very much an A.J. Fernandez cigar. Possibly, and I'm not the only one saying it, the best representation of A.J.'s uh, blending skills, and no one has a lot better blending skills than A.J. Fernandez but it's an excellent representation, a supreme representation of something that is quite familiar. Whereas the crook of the crown is a bit different than what the American market at least would deem familiar uh it's less in your face it's a bit more subtle it's still muscular but it's a bit more subtle it's a bit more refined it shows you a bit if you remember the notes a bit of a different uh flavor profile and they're both excellent cigars i stand by my tie it was at the end of the day i spoke to uh, i I spoke to a couple of close friends of Kaplowitz media, and I sat and i spoke with myself and at the end of the day, like i said the only, I, I could not fathom a number one and a number two i could put i could not put one over the other, so it is a tie and First time ever. And let me nip something at the bud as well. Cap, you might say. Both of these cigars are sponsors of Kaplowitz Media. Ooh, guilty. But also, I approach only products, only companies that I am enamored with. Not only because of their product, but also because of the people behind the product. So a better way to look at it is Capitalist Media is only sponsored by companies and by products that I wholeheartedly endorse. So in that light, it makes perfect fucking sense. And I'll also point to last year's winner of Cigar of the Year over at Ka- over here at Kaplowitz Media, Bombay Tobacco. Never has been a sponsor. Might never be a sponsor. But Mel, if you're listening, give me a call. You have my number. All that aside, congratulations bigly to Stolen Throne, Crook of the Crown, two. Artisano del tobacco, viva la vida. If you haven't smoked, gentle persons, either of these cigars, if you haven't smoked both of these cigars, smack yourself across your face. Then come back the other way with a backhanded smack across your goddamn ugly, stupid face. You son of a bitch. And run to your brick and mortars. And demand they carry both of these. Purchase them, if need be, online. Steal them from somewhere. That's right, I am endorsing theft. I am not. I take that back. Nevertheless, figure out a way to smoke both of those cigars. Number two. That Oh, and another thing, Cap. Shouldn't there be no number two? Shouldn't there be no number 10? Shouldn't, shouldn't there just be 10? How do you have a top 10 with 11 cigars in it? I run shit around here. That's how. So I have co-cigars of the year, and I have 2 through 10, meaning Corona, de GTO, 10 años, got back into the top 10. Fight me. I'll throw down. I might not look like much, but boy, will you feel bad about yourself after you kick my ass. Number two, McAuliffe Migdalia. Posted nine twenty nineteen. Rapper San Andres, Habano Binder, Sumatra, Filler Nick I, Dominican. Format, Corona Gorda. Origin, McAuliffe Cigars Factory, Nicaragua. Strength, medium, full. Notes, this is again number two. And another one you should get. Leather-oiled, Foustiness, the aroma of a dusty study. Top notes, pepper spice, melange. Parenthetically, Red pepper, cumin, cinnamon, smoked paprika. Love that smoked paprika. These are muted yet powerful, well-aged, smoothed into burgeoning toasted cream via progression. The leather I already mentioned and its oils, a cedar bracing. Pushing up from the undertones is a rich milk chocolate with malt accompaniment. Then good coffee, some pecan. And dandelion. floral lilt on down. Underbelly is a terracotta earthiness, you might ask what the difference is between terracotta and clay, I don't know, finishes sweet spices on moderate legs, a bit muted, pleasantly so, a sense of cashew butter, ends clean after a hint of tropical fruit, burns on an even line after some self-corrected jaggedness out of the gate. Nice languid even pacing. Goodly smoke output, both passive and active, excellent draw. Marbled ash builds to an inch at a time. Dry but shy of flaky, a classically profiled smoke with a lovely delivery. Final grade, a minus. Speaking of lovey, lovely deliveries, what do you need, Snack Tray? Frankie's not doing good up there. If Frankie was not doing good down here either. He's a loud puppy, and I'm recording a very important show. You could tell because I have my recording voice on. Well, go up there, play with him. I'm wrapping it up here. Final grade, A-minus. Did I say that already? And, uh... Oh, and Snack Tray, look for Snack Tray to possibly be the cameraman of Kapowitz Television. The post-game show. For Kaplowitz Radio. He mumbled something upstairs. I don't know. Number three. Dapper Cigar Company La Madrina. That posted 124.19. The rapper. Ecuadorian Habano. The binder. Mexican San Andres. The filler. Nicaraguan. Dominican. Pennsylvanian. Format Toro five and a half by 54. Origin Nicaragua American cigars Naxa strength medium full slash full notes very bright and very heavy. Toasted warmly, sweet and spicy. A clay earthiness envelops the profile. Primaries are milk, chocolate, cinnamon, clove, cumin, smoked paprika, steered by a pepper array of ground white, black. Red, as well as vegetal vegetal stuffs found in your local produce section. Undertones are top to bottom. Buttery, cedar, pecan, thick and rich cream middling influences both top and undertones. Complex as fuck, yet calm and comfy. Finishes are bright but... Two but too nigh cloying sweetness uh, saved by a reentry of pepper spice burns evenly and puts forth clingy stack of dimes ash Draw is excellent on a medium plus tension throughout pack does loosen a half ticket to three- three, but has no bearing on performance final grade a. Man, it's loud up there. I would complain if I lived underneath us, but we live in a house. Number four, Guardian of the Farm. By Iganor Salif and Warped Cigars. Posted 529.19. That is a video. But I will say. A video review, but I will say the wrapper is Nicaraguan Corojo99, the binder is Nicaraguan, as is the filler. Format was a a 45 by 48 closed foot, named Rambo. Origin, Tabsa, Nicaragua, and strength was a medium full. The final grade of that, Guardian of the Farm, was an A. And I'm going to stop at number five. But before that, I'm going to remind you that number six is Felix Esseline Cigars Ego Ocean Blue. Number seven is Bombay Tobac, Vintage Reserve and Cuba. Number eight, Black Label Trading Company Bishop's Blend 2018. Number nine, Nesta Miranda Special Selection. Number 10, Corona de GTO 10 Años Coro. But number five number 5, posted 12, 20, 18. back when I wore a younger man's clothes, Illusione Cigars Epine, Epernay Siri 2009 La Grande, this was a Cigar Review Redux, rapper Nicaraguan Café Rosada, binder Nicaraguan. Filler Nicaraguan, and uh, Nicaraguan consisting of Criollo and Corojo. Format Le Grande, uh, Grand Corona-esque, 646. Uh, origin Nicaraguan. Strength, mild medium. Notes? Epernay. <laughs> More like Eperyay. Front loaded with a driving and buttery white pepper paving the way for a rich toasted cream with a slight citrus attachment, truck stop coffee, white chocolate, nutmeg, caramel, clover, honey, nougat, ginger, smooth as the once baby butt of the barren administrator of Cloud City. As complex as that imagery, finish is long and sweet and leathery oily. Draws evenly and coolly. Gate to wire. Burn line is a razor. Ash clings to an admirably solid length. Final grade. A. Congratulations. Stolen throne. Crook of the crown. Viva la vida by Artesano del Tobacco. Or. Viva la vida by Artesano del Tobacco. And. Stone Throne, Crook of the Crown. Yay! Number two, McAuliffe, Migdalia. Number three, Dapper Cigar Company. La Madrina. Number four, Guardian of the Farm. Number five, Illusione Cigar Zepper. Yay! Number six, Felix Esseline Cigars, Ego Ocean Blue. Number seven, Bombay Tobac, Vintage Reserve, M. Cuba. Number eight, Black Label Trading Company Bishop's Blend 2018 number 9 Nesta Miranda Special Selection and number 10 Corona De GTO 10 Años Crow www.kaplowitz.xyz I have been Kaplowitz. This has been my top cigars of 2018 2019 Kaplowitz Media. You have been you. I'll continue to be me. You continue to be you because quite frankly, I don't see a lot of people lined up for really either gig. Thank you. I love you all. Have you capluited today? Thanks.
1: Amazing.
0: I I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.